Anthony LaPonta, the TV voice of the Minnesota Wild, joins us here on 101 ESPN. Anthony, this is Randy Carricker. How are you doing this morning? I'm great, but if this is a celebrity line, I think I'm on the wrong line. I must have dialed the wrong number. <laughs> no, it's uh, well, once we get to playoffs, every play-by-play guy is a celebrity. <laughs> well, hey, that's good. I finally made it. <laughs> hey, uh, what did you think yesterday? I want to start with this because uh, that, that grief line has been such a hassle for the Blues. And then Ruby puts Shen on left wing with uh, O'Reilly and Perron. What did you think of that matchup? It went well for St. Louis, and it's one of the first times in really this entire season where I felt the grief line was off and somewhat neutralized. I think the only other team that had matched up well with them was Carolina when they used the Jordan Stahl, Nino Niederreiter, and Jesper Faust line against them and matched them with some of the physical play and just puck possession play. I thought that line for St. Louis was great against those guys. and Those guys have been together since mid-November and had only been on the ice for five goals against the rest of the season, over 400 minutes played. Wow. And they were on the ice for two the other day, and you know, one of them was the empty netter, but still they were on the ice, and it just doesn't happen. I thought that was a – I thought Craig Berube had to push all his chips in the middle for game four. They absolutely had to win that game. He juggled his lines, he changed his goaltender, and, and I think you got to give him credit because he didn't just stand pat with what he had and what had been working well down the stretch. He recognized the matchup that he needed to adjust. He adjusted it and got the better of it. And obviously, Dean Evison tonight will do everything he can with the last change to make sure that his line isn't on the, line, uh, on the ice against those guys tonight. Yeah, he will for sure. I don't think he'll do much with changing his lineup. This has basically been the lineup for Minnesota probably since mid-January when when healthy. This has been their lineup. And and I think their lines just make sense the way they are. I don't really see much other than maybe a winger on the fourth line could be changed. But the top nine are going to be the top nine, and they're going to be in these combinations. The difference is, to your point, he's got last change. So I think it'll be interesting to see – if Barubi changes his lines tonight because he was able to go with Shen with those two guys because he knew every single shift he could get the matchup he wanted. Tonight he won't be able to do that, so we'll have to see if, because if he throws those three guys together and then the grief line's playing against Thomas and Kairou or whoever Dean chooses to match them with, it might not be the best matchup then to have the, the slower of foot, Shen, Perron, and and uh, O'Reilly line would now be having to, to go up against either Goudreau's line or Hartman's line for Minnesota. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Barubi change his lines a little bit, even though he's coming off a win, just knowing that he's not going to be able to get the matchups that he wants. Anthony, in terms of where there is room to get better for the Wild in this series, we sit here in St. Louis, and especially because of the defensive defensive injuries, we say, okay, there's room for the Blues to get better in certain areas. Where can the Wild get better, and what do they need to do better to win the series? Well, I think they have to cash in on the power play. The power play has not been very good at all. And, in fact, in Game 4, even even though St. Louis, I thought, had a great start, was the better team for the first 30 minutes of that game by a wide margin, Minnesota was still in a spot with a power play in the third period that could have tied the game. And they just haven't been able to cash in. And I, I'm not sure 
I'm not sure why they've had so much trouble, but the, the, because there's a lot of skill on their power play. But it's, it isn't just in this series. It's been most of the season. They've just been an average power play. And it looks like the talent should be there to be better than it's been. And, and it just hasn't. And other than that, I mean, I think the Wilds' five-on-five play has been really good. I think their penalty kill after game one has been good enough to win. Game one, the Blues had two power play goals and essentially a third because they scored another one just as a power play expired. And since then, they've done a good job with that. I think the goaltending's been good enough. The defense has been good enough. They just haven't been able to cash in when they've had the extra man. A couple more things for the TV play-by-play man for the Minnesota Wild, Anthony LaPonta. First of all, we've seen a guy like Barbashev really come of age this year here in St. Louis. And it seems like the same thing has happened for Erickson Eck. And we read and heard so much about him when the Wild signed him and brought him up. And now at the age of 25, he's really turned into a good player, hasn't he? He's a great all-around player and was a player that did take a couple of extra years to develop. And part of that is the type of player he is. He wasn't going to be a 30-goal scorer. He was a first-round draft pick. So everybody was looking at him and comparing him to the guys that were drafted around him. And one of the big comparisons that's always been made around Minnesota is that Brock Besser was still available when Erickson Eck was drafted. And Besser was a Minnesota kid. And so as Besser's scoring 25, 30 goals a season early in his career, and Erickson X scoring 10, there was a lot of barking about, wow, they could have had Brock Besser. But the reality is the player that Jewel Erickson Eck is, he's going to be a tremendous player even if he only scores 12 or 15 goals. And now he's added the ability to score, and, and it really has made him into one of the elite players. I think it says a lot when you look at when Bill Guerin came in here and took a little bit of time to evaluate before he started to make some changes. And the players that he immediately tabbed as the guys that needed to be a big part of this future were Jonas Brodin, Jared Spurgeon, and Jules Ertanek. And those were the three to whom he gave huge extensions right away because he knew you got to have these guys in order to build around them. He's just a, he brings effort every night, plays the game the right way, never changes the way he plays, big, strong, physical, and he's shown the ability to score. He's not an elite passer. That might come. And he still isn't as good on face-offs as you would think a guy that looks like him would be. But he brings everything else, and I think he's going to be a handful for opponents for the next seven years. Yeah, and he's, a, he's just a terrific playoff-type player. He's, he's built for the playoffs. Final thing, Anthony, do you think it's a given that we see Marc-Andre Fleury between the pipes? Is there a chance that Talbot starts for Minnesota? No, no chance. It'll be Marc-Andre Fleury, and it'll be Fleury unless Fleury plays his way out of the crease. I, I think it would have to be a – it would probably have to be a one-sided loss tonight before you, you'd see a change there. And it's interesting because coming into the series, I don't think – I felt like Cam Talbot had played well enough down the stretch to warrant certainly consideration there. And, but I think Dean just looked at it and said, look, on this side, I've got a Hall of Famer who's won three cups. I'd be a fool to not start the series with him. And unless, unless Mark andre plays his way out of the net, I think he's the guy you'll see the rest of the way for Minnesota. Anthony LaPonta, the TV voice of the Minnesota Wild. Great info. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll see you back here in St. Louis on Thursday. Sounds good. Anytime. Thank you, sir. That is Anthony LaPonta. He is the TV voice of the Minnesota Wild.